Good morning, everyone. My name is Grady Simmons. I'm the Director of Communications for Alberta Precision Laboratories, and I'm pleased to welcome you here today for an important announcement about the future of lab services in Alberta. As you likely noticed when you arrived, this facility is part of the University of Calgary, which we acknowledge is located on the traditional territories of the people of Treaty 7 region in southern Alberta. And of course, Calgary is also home to the Métis Nation of Alberta Region 3. We thought it was fitting to have this announcement here today, because much of the space on this side of the building is Alberta Precision Labs Diagnostic and Scientific Centre, basically APL's headquarters for southern Alberta, and houses important hub lab facilities where thousands of patients' lab tests are processed every single day. To get things started, I'd like to introduce our uh, speakers and guests. We're joined here today by Alberta's Minister of Health, Jason Copping. Minister Copping, thank you very much for taking the time to be with us here today. Following remarks from the Minister, we'll hear from Mauro Kias, the interim CEO of Alberta Health Services, who will speak on behalf of AHS and APL. And after Mauro, we'll hear from Jason Pincock, the CEO of DynaLife Medical Labs. Thank you for being here, Jason, along with some of your colleagues. Following the remarks from our three speakers, there will be an opportunity for media to ask questions. And then following that, we'll be able to go upstairs for a short visit to an area of the lab where many of the routine lab tests are pro processed on cutting-edge new equipment that's being installed across the province and will become part of DynaLife's community lab operations here. Uh, media can join us to get some photos and B-roll if you like. I'd now like to welcome Minister Copping to the podium for his remarks. Thank you so much, Grady, and good morning, everyone. Uh, I'd like to thank Alberta Precision Laboratories for hosting today's event. I'm especially pleased to be in my home riding of Calgary Varsity and, and live just a few blocks away uh, from this location. Friends, uh, a little over three years ago, we promised Albertans that we would strengthen our publicly funded health system. And one way we committed to do that was to look for efficiencies within our laboratory testing system. So I'm very pleased to announce that yesterday, AHS, Alberta Precision Laboratories, APL, and DynaLife Medical Labs finalized an agreement on the delivery of lab services in Alberta. Beginning December 5th, DynaLife will begin providing lab services in communities throughout the province. DynaLife will serve our cities and towns with community lab services and non-urgent hospital lab services. This will build on a long record of success and good service to patients and healthcare professionals. DynaLife already provides community lab services in Edmonton, Central Alberta, and a number of Northern Alberta communities, and they've done so for more than 25 years. At the same time, APL will continue to provide lab services to small rural and remote communities and acute care hospitals. And they'll continue to provide specialized provincial testing like tests for COVID. This change really sums up the rationale for contracting, enhanced services, at a lower cost. First and foremost, it will give Albertans more and better services. DynaLife's expertise will improve quality and consistency for patients at the point of care, and they'll upgrade and expand service centres in Calgary, Edmonton, Red Deer, Lethbridge, Fort McMurray, Leduc, Okotoks, Strathmore, and Cochrane. Plus, they'll be making improvements at the centralised hub labs in Edmonton and right here at this location in Calgary. 
And second, this contract will create efficiencies and cost savings of between 18 to $36 million a year. Every dollar we save will stay in the system to do more services for Albertans. I want to be really clear because it's true for everything we're doing in the health system. It's not about doing more with less. It's about doing more with more. We're spending more than ever, but we're also trying to meet higher demands on the system than ever. So we need every single dollar that we can find. This change will also let us divide the roles better across the whole system and reduce overlap. Dynalife does what they're best at across the whole province, and that's high-volume community testing. And APL focuses on the rest of the lab system, including providing lab services to hospitals and research and innovation in areas like genetics and molecular pathology. Dynalife has proved its value over the years. The model makes sense, and we're moving forward to get the most value from it. But it's also going to be a process of change for staff and their families uh, at APL, and I want to take a minute to talk directly to them. First of all, there will be no job losses. Dynalife has agreed to employ all unionized, non-unionized, and medical scientific staff under the same or similar employment terms. But the point is bigger than that. I know it may feel like some of you like the judgment on your value or your place in the health system, but it's not. Lab services are critical to our health system, and we need the skills of every one of our people working in the system that maximizes the value they bring to patients. We do 80 million lab tests per year, and that's growing more by more than a million and a half every year. We need a comprehensive, highly efficient lab system, one that combines the strength of a single publicly funded healthcare system and a range of providers. This change supports that aim in building capacity and providing better service for Alberta patients. So in closing, once again, I'd like to thank AHS, APL, Dynalife for working together to find the best way forward. And with that, I'd like to turn over the podium to Interim CEO of Alberta Health Services, Mauro Kies. Thank you, Minister Coffing, and good morning to everyone. Great to see you all here. On behalf of AHS and Alberta Precision Laboratories, I'd like to thank Minister Copping for joining us here today to announce this important step forward for the future of laboratory services in Alberta. And thanks to Jason Pincock from DynaLife for being here as well. We appreciate the ongoing support of DynaLife Labs that they provided to AHS and Alberta Precision Labs, especially over the last couple of years through the pandemic. As Minister Copping mentioned, we reached a critical milestone in our long-term plan to embrace lab services for Albertans. Reaching a new agreement with Dynalife to expand their service to all of Alberta cities and large towns is a natural progression of the partnership that we've had for more than two decades. Further contracting community lab service to Dynalife makes good sense for a number of reasons. First and foremost, it's about improving the quality and consistency of service for Albertans. Dynalife has been providing high-quality service in Edmonton and other communities in northern Alberta under a contract to AHS for more than 25 years, and they will bring their model of patient-centered care to the rest of the province. 
I will let Jason explain what their plans are in more detail, but an important part of the agreement is that it will see DynaLife expand and build new patient service centres in many of our largest and fastest growing communities in Alberta and implement a single province-wide appointment booking system, which will dramatically improve the experience and convenience for Albertans for the lab services of which they receive. The other important benefit of further contracting community lab services is that it allow a more efficient and make the best use of a limited pool of qualified laboratory staff that we have in the province in both public and in private sectors, as well as providing much-needed infrastructure, investment to expand, and support the province's ever-growing demand for lab services. Having DynaLife take on more high-volume routine lab work from community services centres and our hospital labs will allow Alberta Precision Labs to enhance its focus on serving the needs of our acute care hospitals. Along with specialized testing, research, and innovation, it's critical to the future of our healthcare system. This includes the excellent work APL does in high priorities, such as genetics and genomics, transfusion and transplantation medicine, molecular pathology, and public health testing, including the COVID-19 testing program that continues to play an important part in monitoring and managing the role in our communities. Lastly, I would like to extend my thanks and heartfelt gratitude to more than 5,000 staff of APL. Reaching a new services agreement with DynaLife marks the official start of the transition process where we will see more than 1,000 APL lab staff transfer from one employer to another over to DynaLife. But of course, the process to reach this agreement has been underway for several years now, and we know it has led to a lot of uncertainty for our staff. And at the same time, they've had to deal with another enormous other challenges, providing lab services to Albertans that rely on every day throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. Your hard work and continued commitment to providing excellent patient care and keeping everyone safe and healthy is greatly appreciated. We are very pleased that we've been able to work with DynaLife to ensure that all staff identified to transfer will do so under the existing terms. And we are committed to making the transition process as smooth as possible for all of our staff as well as our patients. APL's tagline is Leaders in Laboratory Medicine, and we look forward to working together with all of our partners and continue living up to that again. Thank you. I'd like to call, now call upon Jason Pincock to come and say a few words as well. Good morning, everyone, and thank you, Minister Copping, and thank you, Moro, for the warm introduction and for joining us here today. Uh, most importantly, though, I'd like to recognize the APL staff who are, uh, you can't see off camera, but are here joining us today. You know, the lab systems across Canada have struggled through the pandemic, and it's really uh, at the effort of all the people who are in this building and uh, really across the lab systems in Canada that we owe our thanks uh, as a number of unsung heroes through our last pandemic. DynaLife uh, is an Alberta company. We were established here, we're built here, we're led here. Uh, this agreement was struck here, and it's really about Albertans building Alberta's future. Um, we've been part of Alberta for decades. Uh, we've been with this province through floods and fires from communities from Lloyd Minister to La Crete. Um, we've worked to help support our northern partners in the Northwest Territories and Nunavut. Um, there's been a long history 
uh, in this province of a partnership between uh, the public health system and Dynalife uh, in the lab service. Uh, and that goes back a long way and it goes long before health regions even existed in this province. You know, when we talk about the future for Alberta's lab system, we're opening the chapter on the next, really, decades to come. And this is the start of that. That starts with a lot of investment. And over the next 18 months, we will be redeveloping both this facility as well as the Hub Lab in Edmonton. We will be building sites and communities across Alberta, places like Okotoks and Lethbridge and Grand Prairie, will all receive community collection sites where they have never been one before. We will strengthen those communities that we already have been a partner in with new infrastructure and sites. That includes this city of Calgary, where over the pandemic we actually built a facility to help with COVID testing and support a lot of the industry and uh, opportunities for Alberta to demonstrate that not only can it lead as a public health provider, it can also lead in things like running the most successful NHL bubble ever created uh, and really demonstrating Alberta's innovation and power. This can only, and this partnership between the public and private sector can only be possible here in Alberta. It's built on a long history of trust and working together. It's been on a history of valuing each other and really leveraging the strength that both the public and private sector can bring to the table. I want to acknowledge all of the work that APL does in public health and surveillance and supporting our acute care hospitals. Dynalife's role is to find a complementary path to that and ensure that we are delivering community services, patients are getting access to care across the province, and that care is standardized in every community. And that we build these two hub facilities to support not only the community, but all of our acute care hospitals across the province. People wonder how that savings happens. It's not from our teams. Our teams are incredibly valuable to us. And it's important to understand it was no ask for us to keep those people whole and make sure every one of those people, medical, from the medical to the staff who drive the minivans and supply your samples, have jobs. That was a critical commitment and an easy commitment for us to make. We bring solutions because we bring innovation, we bring automation, we bring technologies, we look at process, and we try to find the best practice and most efficient way to deliver lab services uh, and make sure that patients are getting the best access to care. That goes beyond even our health system. It goes into our academic and research environments where we are looking to support translational research. The ideas that drive Alberta and drive the research in Alberta should benefit Alberta patients first, and I can't be more passionate about that idea. If we build it here, our patients should get it first, and the redevelopment of facilities like this are really about what makes that possible. So we're really excited over what the next 25 years will bring. We're really excited to have an, uh, a role that now accompanies all of Alberta. We're really excited to move away from a regional model that was different community by community, but really take, for the first time, a provincial approach to delivering lab services, building on the strengths of the two primary partners, APL and Dynalife, in doing that. So I want to say thank you to all the APL team. I will be spending lots of time with you here in this facility, as will the team who came with me. We're really excited about what this facility can be. We're really excited about some of the new facilities we're going to build across Alberta. And we're really excited about the investments that we're going to make that are going to allow everyone to reach their potential. Uh, 
all healthcare has challenges going forward around sustainability. It's partnerships like this and the innovation that Alberta can drive that puts Alberta out front. And I do believe that this will be will place Alberta in a leadership position, not just in Canada, but we've seen it across North America. Again, maybe I'll close with just saying it's only possible in Alberta, it's only possible by Albertans, and we're really proud to help lead that together. An Alberta solution delivered by two Alberta teams, what could be a better story than that? So thank you, everyone. And with that, I think we're going to open it up to questions. We'll now start our uh, question portion of the program. Uh, if there's any reporters in the room, we'll go to them first. Just state your name and outlet, and we'll do one question, one follow-up. Okay. Hi, uh, Colleen Underwood, CBC News. Um, there's been a lot of talk about the um, inclusion of staff and, and making sure that they're uh, transitioned uh, appropriately. Can you just talk a bit about that? Um, I know there are some concerns that the union wasn't involved and people are worried about their jobs. Can you just talk a bit about... Uh, if there will be any job losses that you know of? So thanks for the question, Colleen. And I'll start and I'll ask actually Jason to, to follow up on details. So the, the, the short answer is there will be no job losses, right? Um, the, you know, as part of this process, uh, there's been uh, a concentration in terms of transition, and I'm very pleased that the conversations that that's had between DynaLife and uh, and APL. Uh, there also was a, you know, like their successor rights from when you talk about union agreements, so those apply, uh, and that's understood by uh, by DynaLife. Uh, and then also understanding that they're bringing on other people and and, and uh, you know on on the management side and be able to uh, to you know put them on you know. Not, if not the same, then very similar terms. Uh, because, you know, as uh, Jason already mentioned in his remarks uh, from DynaLife, that they need everybody, um, and, you know, the volumes are growing, uh, so they're willing to invest not only in, in infrastructure, but to invest in people. But with, but with that, you know, the, 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 de the details, I'll let Jason speak to that. Well, the reality is the details are fairly simple. Um, we're, we need everybody, and we're taking everybody. Uh, and everyone has a role, and everyone has a job. Uh, the reality is, is that lab systems across Canada are, are challenged with capacity and staffing. Every one of the people in this facility and every one of the people in every facility like it across the province uh, play a critical role in healthcare. Uh, that role doesn't change. The work doesn't go away simply because uh, DynaLife is expanding its role in the province. So the answer is quite simple. Uh, we are working with the unions. I actually met with the unions last week. I was in this building last week as well, meeting with the medical staff about uh, the transition and their future. Uh, so really it's about uh, ensuring stability in the system. Our goal is to first stabilize the system, and then we'll begin the optimization process. But part of that stabilization is that everyone needs to go home knowing that they have a job. Uh, and their job, and they're going to continue doing what they were doing on December 5th. They're going to do the same thing on December 6th, every one of them. Uh, and so that is our commitment, and we are standing by that commitment. And so the answer is not a lot of details. It's actually fairly simple. We want everyone. We're taking everyone. Thank you. All right. Do you have a follow-up? Um, I guess I was um, intrigued by the fact that you plan to open more uh, centers. Can you just talk a bit about that? Absolutely. So. 
Historically, uh, in some communities across Alberta, patients have always accessed the local hospital even for routine blood work that they would get from their family doctor. I need my cholesterol test done or it's time for my annual pap smear. So what we are going to do is invest in those communities where it's historically been seen in the hospital. We're actually going to build standalone community sites where that will open, be open extended hours, uh, brand new facilities where patients will come and get their community lab work done. No different than for in many of those communities they would get their community diagnostic imaging done. Uh, that does two things. One is allows us to build purpose-built lab-specific facilities strictly to serve patients in that way. The second is it helps us offload some of the burden on the existing acute care facilities, allowing those acute care facilities to expand their capacity for acute care, which is what their purpose is and what their objective is. All right, thank you. Uh, seeing there's no more reporters in the room. We'll go to the phone lines. Operator, can you put through the first caller, please? Lena Michelin, Red Deer Advocate. Hi. Um, this is a question for, I guess, anyone who, who can answer me. Um, I'm just wondering what will happen in communities like Red Deer, where we, have, we do have DynaLife labs, and we do have APL labs working at, um, in the hospital. Will there be any changes in, in Red Deer? Since I'm at the podium, I'll answer the question. Uh, so actually, Red Deer, I, actually, I have pictures on my phone from this morning of an update on the construction of your second new collection site. Uh, it will be open, I believe, uh, early July here. Uh, and so for Red Deer, Red Deer will actually be the very first uh, community on the other side of this announcement to receive a brand new uh, collection facility in addition to the one that we currently have serving your community. And so those patients who were historically uh, going to the Red Deer Community Hospital will actually shift uh, to the new site located on the south side of Red Deer. Thank you. Sorry, I'm on the phone. Can you please tell me who's talking? I'm not seeing who's there. <laughs> is, who is just speaking? Sure. It's Jason, but it's Jason Pincock, the CEO of Dynalife. Oh, Pincock. Okay. Thank you very much for that. No problem. Thanks, Lana. Do you have a follow-up? Um, I was wondering, when you mentioned that some of the jobs will be transferred over from uh, APL to Dynalife, will that be happening in Red Deer? Tag, I'm in again. <laughs> um, yes, some of the jobs in Red Deer uh, will transition over. Some of the uh, individuals will actually stay in place. So, for example, even medical staff at the Red Deer Hospital will stay at the Red Deer Hospital, and we will be uh, transitioning work to them in their home community. Uh, some of the staff in the hospital will transition to our new site, uh, so yes, there will be some changes in Red Deer, uh, but those changes will be, again, localized to Red Deer, and the staff, uh, for the most part, will be staying in Red Deer, and the work will be coming to them. Thank you very much. Uh, we, operator, can you put through the next caller? Catherine Grigowski, Alberta Today. Thanks. Um, I'm hoping to get a little bit more clarity on these transition agreements, because obviously the the unionized workers had the collective bargaining agreements and I and I understand that there's similar terms, but is is there some sort of collective agreement and when does it expire? Can you give me some more details on exactly how staff are covered under this? Uh, absolutely. So actually, DynaLife uh, is actually a unionized environment. We are a unionized employer. So the primary union is the Health Sciences Association of Alberta. The primary employer for 
APL, the staff uh, that would be transitioning, is also the Health Sciences Association of Alberta. So what is fairly straightforward is we need to bring these two collective agreements ultimately together. Uh, that is not a decision that I get to make. That is something we work through the Alberta Labour Board process to do. Uh, but to be clear, we are really taking employees who are currently under the Health Sciences Association Union and we are joining them with other employees who are under the Health Sciences Association Union. Uh, what we want to make sure is that the terms of those employments line up as uh, effectively as we can. There is a very small group uh, here in Calgary that is represented by QP, uh, and we will be actively working with QP as well for that transition. Thanks, Catherine. Do you have a follow-up? I do have a follow-up. Um, so you mentioned um, upgrades to equipment, and, and there will be more labs in the community. I'm wondering, will this... Uh, long-term capital plan be published anywhere and like how can how can members of the public make sure that we're getting what we expect in terms of the equipment upgrades and and other capital considerations so I think one of the key roles of AHS is actually governance over the health system and you know, it's really important. That is a really important role that they play. So we have made uh, commitments under our agreement uh, to AHS. And AHS, we have a very formal governance process that ensures that we meet all of the performance metrics that we've agreed to, including things like demonstrating that we're investing in the capital that we committed to. There are three-year periodic checkpoints on that uh, investment. And the great news is a lot of that investment will actually be very visible to you because they will be in the form of physical new sites that your communities will be there for ribbon cuttings and ceremonies. Uh, but it is important that really this is where the strength of the public and private sector come together as the public sector continues to govern the delivery of lab services across the province and we work in partnership under that governance model. I'm going to turn it over to Moira to carry that on a little. Thank you. As Jason had indicated, the governance model and the contract structure is very critical to the success of this entire agreement. And so we have um, accountabilities in the agreement that fall on DynaLife that will be presented in an annual report to ensure that any of the things that they've committed to over time um, will, be, will be followed through on and monitored on an annual basis. Um, the investments that they're going to be putting forward are going to be far-reaching in the province, as Jason has indicated. And our job with AHS now is not simply handing over services to over. It's a partnership uh, where we're going to be compelling each other to create and, 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 and follow through on those obligations. So I just wanted to add that. All right. Thanks so much. Seeing as we have uh, no other callers on the line, we will end our Q&A portion here.